News of the Times. History News Short. An excerpt from Lloyd's Weekly Newspaper, October 1886. A woman passing as a man. Extraordinary case. A young woman, 21 years of age, who had short hair, wore a black jacket and trousers, turned down collar and a deer stalker hat, and given the name of Lois Schwick, was charged at Marlborough Street Police Court on Wednesday with stealing since last June from 12 and 13 Burlington Arcade, a silk handkerchief, three pairs of gloves, a pair of ladies' boots, and other articles of the value of 30 shillings, the property of Mr. Noble Jones, Glover, of that address. Mr. Newton, in opening the case, said the prosecutor was a Glover carrying on business in the Burlington Arcade, and the prisoner had been for about four months in his service. During that time, Mr. Jones missed various articles and received an anonymous communication throwing suspicion upon a person of other than the accused in his employ. Inquiries were made and the matter was placed in the hands of the police, which led to the arrest of Schwick. The curious part of the affair was that the prisoner entered Mr. Jones's service as a youth, whereas she was female. Frederick Noble Jones then deposed that he knew the prisoner who had been in his employment for four or five months as a porter. He was under the impression till now that the accused was of the male sex. Whilst she was in his employ, he missed several articles, including handkerchiefs, gloves, and a pair of boots. The articles produced were his property. Cross-examined, the girl's mother made a statement to him. She said she had four children and that the prisoner had been supporting her and her brother and sisters. Every farthing she earned, she brought home. She had tried to get employment as a girl, but had failed, and in desperation to support her mother and the family, had assumed the garb of a boy while they were in a state of semi-starvation. She thus succeeded in obtaining employment. Mr. Abraham said the articles which the prisoner alleged to have taken were of little value, and he would therefore ask that she should be admitted to bail. Mr. Mansfield intimated that at present he could not allow bail. The prisoner was then remanded for a week. Further particulars. Mr. Abraham sent a letter for subscriptions to the Times, stating that the family were in great distress. This was followed yesterday by a letter from the Reverend B. H. Alford of St. Luke's Vicarage, Nutford Place, who said, As a vicar of the parish in which Mrs. Lois Schick, for so she writes her name, resides, and has having known her for some little time, I would ask the public to pause before answering the appeal for contributions on her behalf made by Mr. Abrahams. It is very doubtful whether charity can rightly be laid out upon this case. It has been considerably assisted by us during the last six months, until we came to the conclusion that it could not be made self-supporting but must be referred to the poor law. It has now also come out 
that the girl in question has passed as a nephew for four years or more, so it was no sudden freak of distress which led to concealment of sex, and as we have twice found employment recently for the sister Mary, the plea of disability of sex is scarcely valid. Owing to this conflict of opinion, we yesterday sent a representative to make further inquiries. At the prisoner's home in Marylebone, he found Sister Mary, who is a respectable-looking young girl, 18 years of age, and she stated that they now were in great distress. Twelve months ago, they were in very great distress, for they were all out of work. Her sister used to get the newspapers every morning and go after places where girls were wanted, but there was always a great many after them, and she did not succeed. One day she said to the mother, What a lot of places there are for boys more than there are for girls. If I were a boy, I could get a place directly. She then said, I shall put on some boys' clothes and go and get a place. She had her hair cut short, put on boys' clothes, and got a place almost directly, beginning at seven shillings a week. She said she thought it cruel of the vicar to write such a letter at such a time, especially as she had lost her work and also her mother, and they were now without anything. She added that it was untrue that her sister had passed as a nephew for four years or more, as it was exactly twelve months ago that she assumed the disguise. Our representative then called upon the Reverend Mr. Alford, who said it was not without very grave reflection that he had written to the Times. He had nothing to add or to correct from what he had written. He held the opinion that a mother who allowed a daughter to practice deceit and confined as it was, was not an object of public sympathy. He considered they were not objects of public sympathy, but of poor law relief. You have been listening to News of the Times, and I am Robin Coles.